Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. You know, when we started this a couple of years ago, we called it the 2X Podcast. We've changed it to the Bill Caskey Podcast. And it gives me a chance to share what I'm learning in the field when I work with sales teams, salespeople, CEOs. I see a lot of the issues and challenges, and I try to bring these to you a couple times a week, Tuesday through leadership issues and Thursday through sales issues. Those are the two areas that I work in, and I do appreciate you listening all this year. What I thought I would do today is talk about some of the unique things that I see on the horizon for 2020. And a lot of times when I go in to speak to a group or to work with a team, the first question I get from the team is, well, tell me, I, I, why is this different? We've had sales training and we've had speakers in here before and events and one-day workshops and, and all sorts of stuff. And I know. And I know they also get old. I was with a group the other day. I said, who was the speaker at this event last year? There were 30 people in the room. One person could tell me who it was. One person. So that means, think about it, think of all the work that went into that speaker, the speaker traveling, the uh, phone calls that probably had to happen, and no one remembers one year out. And I'm not suggesting that's the speaker's problem, although if nobody remembered anything that I said, I would probably take offense to that and say, well, it's, but it's my problem. I'm the one that created the content that no one remembers. So... So this is not unusual for us to have training and no one remembers it. So I want to share with you five things today that I think are going to be useful for you in 2020. Here they are. Are you ready? Then brace yourself. Let's go. It's time for the Bill Kasky Podcast, a weekly show carefully crafted to help you grow your skills and your results in business. Now, here's your host, Bill Kasky. Number one is the soul of the seller. We spend a lot of time on the soul of the buyer. What are they feeling? What kind of energy am I giving off? What are, they, what are their objections? What are their problems? What are their issues? And I think that's all awesome because I think the mission of our company should be about solving customer problems. So to know and to be aware of all that is really important. However, there's another side, and that's the side of the seller. Are you, as a sales leader, or as you, as a sales professional, paying attention to what's happening inside of you? Fears, anxieties, insufficiencies, feelings of inadequacies of any kind. And no one really wants to talk about that, do they? We just, we gloss over that. We say, oh, well, you know, we hire seasoned vets and, you know, she's a 45-year-old, she's a seasoned vet and a pro. And yet, how many times have you heard someone say, I was eaten up inside. I was at the end of my rope and I hid it from everybody. And then one day I said, I'm leaving. I'm out. How many times you've heard that story? Have you not heard that story in the last 10 years? 
I hear it every day, every podcast, every interview, every successful person, I keep hearing it. And that is, I wasn't happy. I just felt like I was doing the same thing for the numbers every day, week, month, year. So you leaders, you had better figure out what motivates your team. And you'd better be asking these questions about what's happening inside my sellers. What's happening? If you think it's off limits, or if you think it's none of your business, or if you go back to that whole thing I talked about earlier, well, we hire seasoned vets, we hire strong people. People are beaten up inside. Not because of the times, although I think there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of craziness, but look at the drug epidemic, look at the opioid, look at suicide rates. I mean, if you don't think there's there's an inner problem today with people, and it's not going to be all of your people, but if you have 30 people on your team or you're one of the 30 and you're not making it the way you want to make it, you've got to look inside what's not happening for you inside. I call it the soul of the seller, and you better take a look at that. Because at some point, you're going to lose good people. Number two, we've got to get better at the planning gene. The planning gene is not always, in fact, I would say it's rarely a part of most sales professionals. We just don't have it. I've got groups of salespeople and and even leaders are in my some of my high-performance groups. I've got one called the World Class Sales Leader for sales leaders and one called the 2X Group for salespeople. And I'm constantly trying to get people to plan to set aside four hours a month, four hours a month, listen up to me now, four hours a month at the end of the month to plan the next month. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Four hours? I mean, come on, four hours over the scope of what's 40 times 460, I'll say 170 hours a month. And I know you work harder than 40 hours a week. You work more than that. So taking four hours of that, and you know what I hear? I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Let me tell you something I can almost guarantee you, or at least promise you. If you take those four hours, you dedicate your four hours every month to planning the next month, you will watch your income grow considerably. I'm not going to say soar because I I don't know what it is now, what it could be. I'm I'm not going to be realistic about it. But I think what you'll find when you do that, and give it three months, So I'm asking you for 12 hours over three months, four hours a month. And don't do it in 10-minute increments. Take a whole four hours and do it. I think you'll find that you will be on a track different than you have been when you don't take those four hours and plan the next month. Number three, collaboration and accountability. We work better in teams If you are a sales leader or CEO and you're not creating teams to solve problems, you're leaving something on the table. You're leaving money on the table, not something. You're leaving money on the table. Plus, it's not good for your people to work alone. Your people don't do as well alone as they do with a team. Now, I know that everybody has a territory or a market or a patch or whatever you want to call it. Everybody's, Everybody's in charge of some kind of geography or some kind of laundry list of clients. I understand that. But get some teamwork going. Come up with some ways that you can match people up, and whether it's an accountability team, a collaboration team, an idea team, an execution team, a project team, something. Be mindful that people work better in groups, not massive groups, but groups of two or three. So figure out a way to have your people collaborate more. If you are a sales professional, 
and your manager refuses to collaborate or create collaborative, 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 collaborative environments, then you go find somebody on your team. Say, hey, I know, Lisa, you cover the East and I cover the West, but why don't we meet, uh, you know, let's just meet once a week on the phone for 15 minutes and you tell me what you're working on. I'll tell you what I'm working on. See, what happens a lot of times is we create these these uh, structures where salespeople are competitive with each other. And at some point, it's like, well, I don't want, I'm not going to tell her what I'm doing because, heck, I'm competing with her for some kind of prize. Enough of that crap. Stop that. You tell people what you're working on. You have them tell you what they're working on, what's working, what's not working. You're both going to end up at the top of the heap. And who cares if you generate 50% more income, but you come in second to somebody who has helped you generate 50% more income. What the hell difference does it make whether you win the prize or not? Come on. This is about all of us getting better. So if you are a leader, figure out ways to build teams. If you're not, if you're a performer... Figure out ways to collaborate with somebody else. Number four, we've just got to get better at problem finding. I know we're good at problem solving, but what about problem finding? If you're going to be of value to someone, let's just say a prospect, you had better figure out how to dive deep and dig deeper to find out where they are struggling or If there's not pain and problems and struggle in their business life because you're not a part of it, where are they going? What are their aspirations? What are their goals? What's their vision? Get focused on them. We are not focused enough on them. And leaders, I blame you for that. I blame you because during your sales meetings, you're never talking about how we're helping people. We're talking about what are we selling or what are we not selling or where's the funnel and what's, what are we going to close the next month? Why don't you spend half of the next sales meeting talking about where your sales team has helped people solve problems and has helped people achieve goals? Give me some stories. If you want inspiration on your sales team, give me those damn stories. Don't give me the stories about, well, you should have closed more. Our closing percentage is 66 or 4%. Our closing cycle, 13 days. That doesn't inspire anybody. It's boring. It's boorish. I know I'm getting wound up today. So sales leaders, man, you got to take responsibility for instructing your team and inspiring your team. And one way to inspire your team is to work on and review and bring to light the kinds of work that you're doing with clients and the kind of helpfulness and the kind of value that you're bringing and how your clients are accomplishing their goals and the stories behind that. Everybody's talking about storytelling. Nobody's telling stories. Nobody's telling stories. And, and how many times have we heard in the last five years, hey, stories are, and by the way, I believe that too, stories are critical in your marketing, in your selling, in your inspiration, in your leadership, and how many stories do we tell? Really good stories, not many. Leaders, look back over the last six or seven sales meetings. How many stories have you told? How many stories have you gotten other people to tell, some of your salespeople? Salespeople, how many stories have you told to your prospects lately? So I know we talk about stories, but we don't tell them. One way to inspire the team is to 
find stories, find problems, talk about the problems that you have solved for clients. It's really important. And number five, the last one is about leverage. And leverage is one of those words. Let me see if I can find a definition for it here. Seems to be a lot of definitions here that have to do with the exertion of force by means of a lever or an object. Use um, here's one: use something to maximum advantage. Use something to maximum advantage. So, in your work, let's say you do a presentation in front of a client, and this is a capabilities presentation. Let's just say. How are you going to leverage that? What's your leverage plan for that? You did it once. You crafted it. You created it. You did the PowerPoints or what slides or the music or the video or whatever. Now what? How are you going to use that elsewhere? Are you just going to do it again some other place and then do it again and then recraft it and change the colors? You're going to keep redoing it? So here's the way I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the rock and roll band who creates a song. They record it. And they don't have to go out to each person's house and sing it. It's called a record or CD or MP3, whatever you want to call it. It's a recording of the music. Now, they still go out and play concerts, but the whole idea there is that people are familiar with their music. They're coming to concerts for a very different experience than just the music. So how are you taking what you do, recording it, and I'm not, I don't mean exactly recording it, but I could mean that, and leveraging it, repurposing it. What are you doing to do that? I bet you're not doing anything there. I bet you give a presentation, you don't record it, you don't write it down, you don't create slides around it, or if you do, they sit in your computer gathering computer dust, and you never get them back out. Here's something that I did a couple of weeks ago. I was in, uh, in a city. A friend of mine, a client of mine, had me out. He put 70 people in the room. We had a great had a great two hour, couple hours lunch and networking, and we taught a little bit, talked about prospecting and business development. Then I took the slides that I'd created, probably 20 slides, 20, 25 slides. They just had a little bit of, just some words on them. They weren't slides with a bunch of bullet points. And I recrafted those and put them up on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I also used them in some of my other training. I said, here are the slides, and we went through them. And so I took the slideshow that I did that took me a couple hours to do, but I've reused it a dozen or so times in various ways. Now, I'm not saying that's the what you should do, but as you start to think about leverage and taking what you're doing now for one client and spreading it over the market, you've got to think about that. Because if you want to scale your business, you can't do one-to-one all the time. You've got to figure out how to repurpose some of the things that you're creating. So those are five things that I think are make us different. They're some of the things that we work on. You know, I'm all for the interaction and making sure that you ask the right questions and probe deeply and all that stuff. But I think selling and sales achievement is so much more than that today. And you've got to take care of your own soul, your own self, your mindset. You've got to understand how to plan. You've got to work in teams. You've got to be conscious and mindful of your own energy. Who brings out your best? And ask them to be on your team. It doesn't even have to be somebody who works with you. 
I said earlier, I said, you know, find somebody who's the East Coast person, you're the West Coast person. That doesn't have to be. That could be a, a neighbor. It could be a friend, somebody who brings out your best. We've got to be conscious. I heard Gary Keller talk about this, who runs Keller Williams. He was interviewed by Tim Ferriss. He said, if we have big goals and we're aiming high, we're thinking big and aiming high, we've got to surround ourselves with the people who are cheering for us and, and helping us, holding us accountable too, not just cheerleaders, but holding us accountable, but saying, man, you can do this. You can do this. Do you have a group like that? Do you have a mastermind group or any kind of a support, unconditional support group that cheers for you, that's pulling for you, that's holding you accountable to what you say you're going to do, not in a negative way, but in a positive, encouraging way? You and I need that. We all need that. Hey, you can go to BillKasky.com, find out more about some of our groups and some of our work. Uh, we have a program for sales leaders called the World Class Sales Leader Program, and we've got one for sales professionals called the 2X Group. So if you want to take a look at that, jump on a call with me. I'd be glad to explain more about it. You can find out more at BillKasky.com. Have a great holiday. Bye. If you want more Kasky, go to BillKasky.com and you can get on his list or set up a time to speak live. And make sure you share this episode with your tribe too.